0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Again, this is Shidukim with Mrs. Gertz, Make It Work. Today we have a special guest, Pascal, and uh, she's going to give us a new insight about everything that has to do with why do we want to be married and what is really the role of a Jewish woman. Okay, Pascal, nice Good to afternoon. you. Good
1: afternoon. Thank you for having me. <coughs> Thank you. <coughs> it's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Yes, so um, so you are very much
0: uh, into telling us about what is the structure of the role of a woman at a certain age
1: to be married. So um, we... Every girl wants to be married, since they're little girls, they're dreaming of being princesses, marrying princes. And uh, we have all these wonderful ideas of who we want to marry. We have made him up, we have the perfect image, and we know exactly what we want. So we have the whole list. Um, And then we wake up. And uh, when we get married, we get married to somebody usually very different from this uh, perfect image. Um, Because even if we were to give you somebody who has the whole list of what you want, um, so he's tall, he has whatever color eyes you have chosen, he does whatever job you have determined and all these things, but the character and the resilience and the uh, strength of character that the person has is what is going to make it pleasant or unpleasant to live with. So let me uh, get back
0: to what you're saying so we understand I'm sorry so you're saying that yes we we have in our mind images of what we want but when we get to a certain age we realize that what we have in our mind or our illusion doesn't necessarily match what we uh, are presented with and That's number one. And number two, you're telling us that we have to pay attention to
1: things of the quality of the person. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Rabbi Jonathan Rieti had a wonderful uh, class where he was giving examples, and one of them was um, a girl who was a very nice girl and a very giving girl. And uh, after she got married, um, her father passed away. And then she just couldn't function because everything she had been doing was trying to, in a way, get points with her father. And now that she didn't need to, uh, quote unquote, impress her father, she didn't know how to behave. Or somebody who had money um, somebody married a man with money, he lost the money, and now he didn't know how to, to make things work, and he, he lacked the quality of resilience to get up again and get it. And so the girl who married him, one of the qualities that she was looking for is somebody who was going to be in a good financial situation, couldn't, couldn't deal with it. Uh, when you marry somebody, you marry them, uh, lock, stock, and barrel. <laughs> you want to
0: give us a little bit of example of what lock, stock, and barrel would define? would be defined?
1: Well, it means that um, whether they have a job or they don't have a job, whether they are healthy or unfortunately not healthy, whether you manage to become pregnant or you don't, um, there are many issues that come in life and you stick together. This is what we do. We are building a home. Getting married means building a home for for the Sheikhina to reside mm-hmm. in. So we have to keep our home clean. We have to keep our home organized. We have to keep it pleasant. And the energy has to flow. And for the energy to flow, we have to um, have... Communication, communication, and respect are the key to um, making it work.
0: So today, if you say that's beautiful, what you're saying. Uh, what do you think is the reality of girls uh, getting very um, uh, happy at the first state of, you know, uh, becoming a kala and wanting to get married? The whole party celebration in itself, the invitation, but then comes the reality. What do you think you could give advice to those girls that um, that think everything's going to be easy at the first stage?
1: So I think you touched on something that's very important. If The girls get really excited when they meet a person and the person wants to see them again and again and again and then they're waiting for the guy to um, uh, say that he wants to keep going forward and to ask for their hand in marriage. And then this moment that is supposed to be so exciting between the vote, basically when you accept to get married uh, or the engagement, until the wedding should be the happiest moment. Um, And we are accustomed to do it a very short time, unless you have seen that it's a year. And all the time that you are meeting, you're only talking about the party, the party, the party, the party, and in the last week, possibly the last two weeks, about finding the apartment. So basically, you are not getting to know each other better. And there is already like... um, a division of um, of uh, tasks, like you in charge, the boy in charge of the music, for example, and the girls in charge of the flowers, of the whatever it is, um, and so it's like a business business um, transactions. transaction transactions. Yes. And then you have the wedding, you have the shiva brachot, and then real life starts. But now you realize that. You are always a stranger. Even the first day when you come from the wedding, you are always a stranger.
0: That's correct. That's correct.
1: And that is very scary because you never took the time to meet that person. So people who are fortunate enough to have parents and friends, they should have their parents and friends take care of all the organization. That way, whenever they meet, they can actually speak and enjoy And really, at the end of the day, whether you have five, six, seven, or eight guys in the band, whether the flowers are pink or a little bit yellowish or white, is not what you're going to remember, hopefully, in 30 years. But what you're going to remember in 30 years is how comfortable that person made you feel. And when you came home with that person after the wedding, you felt happy and proud. And when you wake up in the morning, And you look at the person next to you you say, wow, what did I do to deserve such an amazing person? And not, oh, I was having a nightmare and I think I would rather go back into my nightmare rather than to open my eyes and see that person next to me.
0: That happens. Uh, And I think uh, also uh, that has to do with maybe feeling homesick or just not putting the uh, effort what would you say this would be?
1: I think what you touched on, being homesick is exactly what it is because when we're talking about homesick, it's not that you miss your parents, is you miss your home. What is a home? Home, as I say, is where the heart is. Home is where I can be myself, where I do not feel threatened. Where I can be with people who are going to love me in spite or maybe because of my imperfections. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And for that I have to first accept that I have imperfection and accept that my other half has imperfections and that we are not perfect but together we're gonna strive towards perfection. When you manage to create that relationship, then you are at home with that person wherever you are. That's really and when you say homesick because basically what we are missing is the the, um, the, view, the the eye the eyes full of love of a mother that loves her child and will find beauty in the child whatever the child does and whoever the child is
0: that's right
1: this unconditional love that's beautiful and that's what we have to establish with our other half.
0: So about what I'm understanding, which is a beautiful, beautiful words, is that um, we. In order to get to that level of of understanding, we have to know who we really are. And I think uh, that is a very important point, uh, that sometimes we oversee it and we focus more in, in, in the material and not what am I capable or who am I? What would you say about that?
1: Well, what happens is because of the um, times we are living, we are very much subjected to the eyes of the other. Mm -hmm. We see ourselves through the eyes of the other. Our worth depends on what people consider we are worth. It's not true, but this is the way we feel. That's why we are desirable or not desirable. And we have to understand that the second we get married, the moment that um, the, the, the groom says, you are now. Translate for Which means you are now um, uh, sanctified for me. But sanctifying in that sense means that just before you were married, you could have been available to any single man. The moment your the groom says that sentence, you become reserved, exclusive to him. You're not his property, but you are exclusively there for him. He's the only person who can, the only man who can touch you, apart from your father, um, um, who, uh, and your brother. He can, he can touch you. He can hug you. And he's the one who, um, with whom you're going to have affective um, 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 exchanges. Yes. So basically, other people are going to define who you are and the way you look at yourself. And that way, instead of you seeing yourself, seeing yourself as one person with, um, with yeah. your other half, you are going to feel that even though you are Mekudesh, you are um, exclusively for him and he's exclusively for you, you still want to find grace, in a sense, in the eyes of the other. Uh, you, you feel excited when other men are looking at you. Not that you're going to do anything with them, but it's exciting. And maybe he will get jealous. Mm-hmm. Therefore, uh, he will like me more. This is not a Jewish point of view the the Jewish point of view is nobody should outside of your of uh, uh, of your home sometimes actually the best thing is also not even your children should see the love between the parents and they should see the respect they should see the good relationship but not that love Um, this is something very private we are very private so that's why um, most religious people don't hold hands in public that's why even at the weddings, uh, men and women are separate. They don't, they don't dance together. You want to dance with your husband, it's alone in your home. Not right. in a, not at a party. Girls right. dance together, boys dance, dance together. So when you are alone with your other half, you have to understand that you're really alone with your mirror.
0: That's very important. Your mirror. That's and important.
1: whatever you see with him or in him, is what you have and what you need to fix. And not be subjected to how people see you. Because you, sometimes you are married to somebody, you see his worth, but the rest of people do not see his worth yet. So, what are you going to do? You're going to look at him like a loser?
0: No, not at all. But that's something very interesting you're saying. Um, you know, women today, they're very independent and they have uh, trouble. Understanding the completion with the other side. Can you give a little bit of an advice of how to, uh, you know, uh, today we women are capable of doing even more than men. How can you help or give advice of women that have to really, I'm not saying to forget, but to really look at the other side as something so special?
1: The thing is that because we feel self-sufficient and we feel that we can earn the money that we need um, to maintain ourselves, we feel like, what am I gaining? If I can be with whoever I want to be um, and I can maintain myself, why do I need to get married? Today even forget about the uh, intimate relationship and the tenderness. We are so happy with our phones, with our computers. Um, We have Netflix and others at our disposition if we want to dream, if we want to feel warmth and excitement, or whatever we need. Uh, We have Facebook that gives us an illusion of having friends, because we are very good at writing, but we are not very good at speaking. Um, We are very good at giving money, but we're not very good at actually physically helping picking up someone and bringing them somewhere, um, helping doing things physically. We're very good at defrosting, um, but not very good at making. So
0: giving from yourself.
1: Giving from ourselves is difficult because with all the bounty that we are living, we still think and feel like poor people. We feel that if we're going to give something, we're going to be losing it. And the Torah comes to tell you, no, the more you give, the more you get. And don't think a big thing of yourself when you're giving, because the one that you're giving to is actually doing you the service. Um, Basically, what, what we can say to the women, because yes, a woman can do more than a man, because... This is what she is, she's the Ikara She's the the principal of the house, she's actually the foundation of the home. Okay. Um, a home that will stand hurricanes is a home that has very good and strong foundations. Right. But guess what? When you see the house, you see the walls, you see the windows, you see the balcony, you see the roof. You don't see the foundations. You will never see the foundations. Mm-hmm. And from there we see that when the angels came to visit Abraham Avinu, they said, where is Sarah? Because they could see a house like this, such, uh, so manicured, so well taken care of, there's a woman behind. So where is she? And Abram answered, Sarah be'o'el. Sarah is in the tent. Okay, She was nowhere to be seen, but she was everywhere to be felt. And that is a Jewish woman that is a princess. Beautiful said, beautiful said. that That is one thing that we
0: have to, you know, think about and ponder. It's not the showing off that we have to do, but the showing within that people will want to know how, the beauty that comes from within, not from without. Uh, as we can see, when the beauty is from out, uh you know, the show-off and this and that. Yes, for a little while it'll be okay, but it's empty. And the beauty that Pascal is saying is this, Sarah was totally the, you know, the the pillar of the
1: house. Shoshana, basically, if we're only going to take care of what is outside, the way we look, I'm not saying that you have to go around disheveled. Right. But then that's all we have to offer. So what would happen to somebody who, God forbid, ha- uh, gets into an accident and has to be reconstructed?
0: Oh.
1: God forbid, what do we do? It's time to divorce? Or somebody gets, um, becomes pregnant and becomes fat? Or somebody, God forbid, is sick and becomes very thin? Yeah. Or any, any of these changes... Are we, are we not to look at the person anymore? We're no longer married to them. They're no longer m- meaningful or relevant. That, that's not a Jewish way of looking at things. Jewish way of looking at is you get married with the person that's going to help you realize the potential that is inside of you. Mm-hmm. So the person is your mirror, and whatever you see that in your eyes lets to be desire. That needs fixing. The person is just holding a mirror to your face. It's something you need to fix. And the second you fix it. Without ever mentioning anything to your significant other. You will see that it changes. Hashem made you sensitive to that. Because what you suffer from. That person is suffering from. From you. So.
0: Right, we are because there to we're, fix half
1: of, we're half of the neshama. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Basically, whoever you get married to, once you get under the wedding canopy, there's a union of, of the souls. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's not your actual half from the beginning, but the second you got married, the souls are melted, like when we're, making a, we're melting wax to make a candle, and then that's, that's it. And you make it work. And Hashem wants you to make it work and be happy. Mm -hmm. It's up to us to do it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes say, but I, I cannot keep my mouth shut. I see this and I see that, but... Yes, you probably see it, but learn to be a woman. The problem is we have a body of a woman, but as I said before, because of the circumstances and the life we are having, because we have to go out to work, in the beginning when women were going, were working, is because they were very talented in something, and then it was because there was a war, Mm -hmm. God forbid, or because they were bored. Today they need to go. You need to work for your, for the uh, bringing money, for sustenance, but also for your mental sanity. A woman who actually stays at home will feel even if she doesn't need to work, she will feel inferior, and people will look down at her. That's right. As my teacher said. Rabbi Kotti aserin from from uh, Madrid. She said once she went to fill up papers in the um, in the town hall, and uh, she was not working at the time, and she wrote homemaker. They looked down on her. Yeah. Her friend who was with her, filled up, and she she wrote a company manager, uh, and so the person that, yeah uh, how many people say it's a small company. <laughs> um and, uh, I'm managing about 10 people wow. so wow yes it was a mother of mine isn't that
0: amazing it's how you see and how you look at the world it's not you know but then uh, it's very important what Pascal is saying that the the self esteem the self esteem you have to be in touch with yourself but more important with your prayers to to Hashem to the boss because that's the he's gonna be the only one that will help you improve. So any advice that you can tell us about how to improve our self esteem so we can shine in in the home that we might be able to create once we're married.
1: Well, we always have to feel that even though I might doubt myself, I might have doubts about my capacity, about, about my success, about many things. Hashem doesn't doubt. Because if I'm alive today, Hashem decided to renew my contract, like my friend Shoshana Garcon says. Hashem renewed the contract for us yet another day. Therefore, we are worthy. How I may not be worthy in my eyes, but Hashem, who is the source of all wisdom and knowledge, found that I am worthy. Should I double-guess him? Am I greater than God? <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Okay,
0: so we will continue uh, our next series. And again, if if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to um, to write at Shidochem with Mrs. Gertz. Uh, at um, gmail.com. If you have any comments, we would be happy to hear some of your comments. And thank you, Pascal. We'll continue uh, more series. Thank, thank you, you very Shoshana. much. Thank you.